0: Welcome to Blessed and Abundant, the podcast that empowers you to stop being average and start living life more abundantly.
1: We are your hosts, Kayla and Mate, and we are so excited to help you live an abundant life, spiritually, emotionally, and relationally. Let's go. Welcome, people. It's been a while. It's been a while. We skipped one week. Do we feel bad about it? Yes and no. Um... It just, it just life happened.
0: Yeah, but we haven't recorded in a while, while, because we had pre recorded a lot of stuff. Yeah. So this is. The new and improved 2024, Kayla and Mathe. We're improved. I don't know if we're improved, but we're going through some things which relates to our podcast today, right?
1: Yes, it's going to be a good one today because we're going to talk about the opposition Mm -hmm. and the hardship and the doubts that happen as you follow the Lord, as you are in the will of the Lord, and we are... I feel like we all know that. I don't think that's that's a misconception anymore. I hope so that, oh, when you follow the Lord, everything's going to be mm-hmm. rainbows and roses. Everything's mm-hmm. going to be perfect. It's not. But <clears throat> it was like, okay, how, when you and as you follow the Lord, as these oppositions and hardships happen like how to navigate through them how do they look like why are they here right. and just how to how to know because we do know that we're going to experience it because like the lord said it
0: right that's so true and i think a lot of people that are maybe a little less mature in the spirit when they're following God's will and they are hit with this opposition, automatically assume that it's the enemy. I mean, sometimes it is. I'm not going to say that it never is, but they just automatically assume like, oh, this is attack from the enemy, blah, 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 blah. But we're going to get into some details today to kind of show you a different side and a different way to look at it because you should discern where this opposition is coming from, why it's coming so that you can actually live it out and get the fruit that god has for you yes. in it because if you think it's from the enemy but it's actually god's pruning yeah you're missing yeah. the point uh,
1: uh, absolutely and sometimes it's it's also just life like right life happens, <laughs> life happens and it's just hey it is what it is and this is my opportunity mm-hmm. to surrender to grow mm-hmm. in character and to to grow as a man or as a woman, right. as a husband, as a wife or whatever that, that is. So, so good,
0: babes.
1: Yeah. I think what I just want to start with just a a quick quote from Matthew sixteen mm-hmm. twenty four, when Jesus is telling his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Mm-hmm. And it is pretty clear uh, that... Jesus is setting a standard and I don't want to say a formula, but he's actually because nothing with him is a formula, Mm -hmm. but he's actually saying, hey, this is how is it going to be? And this is what you need to do. So first it's denying yourself. Like denying yourself, taking up your cross, and then following. Mm -hmm. So in this denying of yourself, we're actually, in a way, crucifying our flesh. Mm -hmm. We are going through the process of sanctification, Mm -hmm. of growth. We already know we are saints in our identity through what he did Um, for us on the cross. Mm -hmm. But now our bodies are still going through this process of sanctification and denying ourselves and taking up the cross. And the question is that we're going to talk about how does this cross look like today? Mm -hmm. How does what is a cross and what is not a cross and how when we take up the cross, Mm -hmm. it's supposed to look like and we're denying ourselves. And Jesus is like the, the next verse is for whoever would save his life We'll lose it. Mm-hmm. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Right. It's like, die to yourself already. I don't know. I think it was Heidi Baker or someone who was like, would you die already? Right. <laughs> and that is that is hard. And that happens, yeah, through some things that life throws at us, mm-hmm. some, uh, some things that the Lord throws at us. And, yeah, we can also grow when the enemy attacks us, yeah. which is... Yeah. So it's also all about perspective and denying and denying uh, ourselves.
0: yeah i think it's huge because we watched a documentary um a few weeks ago it was my second or third no it was my third time watching it Mm -hmm. it's called sheep among wolves and if you want to be shaken up in your faith and if you want to see how this verse comes alive truly it is about um you can watch on youtube sheep among wolves yeah um and it is about the this iranian underground church that is going on right now and you would think iran there's so much demonic stuff going on and violence and this this and that you would think to yourself like oh i didn't think the christian church was thriving there oh it is thriving there and when you hear their testimonies it is exactly this verse that mathe just read because they love jesus so much they do not care about their lives they are faced with real like persecution we don't really have that Um, same persecution especially in america right no they are being faced with death every single day because of their faith with being raped with being killed and murdered and made a mockery for the gospel persecuted yeah yet they do it because they love god and guess what that's where they find their lives and if you hear their stories you feel like that is the culmination of the christian faith like they know jesus more than i know jesus yeah because of this and they're living it and i think there's something for us to understand that we are very we're very immature especially in the american church like western culture because the world tells us to go after these things that bring us happiness, that bring us peace, that bring us comfort. Nowhere in the Bible it does it say that. And Jesus even tells us he does give us peace, but not like the world gives us, yeah. which means his peace might not look like this nice, comfortable, you know, cushy situation. But that is where we find Jesus. That is where we find true life. And again, if you want to be convicted in your faith, watch that documentary because you'll watch these, these women especially risking their lives for Jesus. And then I'm like, oh, shoot. And here I am complaining because God asked me to approach a stranger in the street and tell them God loves them. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly, and I love the the one of the ladies shared the story how she actually from Iran or was it Iran or Iraq? Iran. Iran. She she went to United States. Mm. How did she? Do you remember it better than I do?
0: Her and her husband moved to the states. Now again, in Iran they are getting persecuted literally every single day. So they moved to to United States, and it took her only a couple of months. And she went to her husband, and she's like, "I want to go back to Iran because here." people are suffering from spiritual sleepiness. Like they are dead in the spirit here. And she would rather be faced with death and persecution in mm. Iran than be subjected to spiritual sleep- sleepiness yeah. in America.
1: Yeah, because the the comfort of Western church availability and everything is so convenient has gotten us like into sleep, where on the other side, the Christians who are being persecuted in a full meaning of the word persecution not just oh someone has sent a bad comment to me on facebook or instagram they are experiencing the lord i would say in a deeper Mm -hmm. level because they're they are mimicking not mimicking they're they're close with him and their sufferings mm-hmm. and they are understanding more of his sufferings and what he went through and like they are the ones who are under the cross yeah. they are the ones who are like veronica like putting and wiping his uh, his bloody face like they're the one he understands them and they understand him mm-hmm. and there's such a deep connection and and there's also such a I would say, as we watch the documentary, such a great anointing that's that's on their lives because they're, again, who who goes low and who suffers with the Lord well, like has a like, this great reward. That's mm-hmm. that's how it is, and um, yeah, I think what what we all need to learn and what we all need to. Put in our hearts and our brains that the opposition is actually birthing something mm-hmm. new, not destroying us. Mm-hmm. Because every time I'm faced with an oppositional something, I would just either put up walls or, like, no, I can't do this. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Nuh-uh.
0: <laughs> and maybe we should give them an example before we go even further, like what we're actually talking about. So let's say God tells you, okay, in this season, I want you to work at this job or go to this school or something like that. Something very tangible that you know this is what God has spoken over your life and Mm -hmm. you are stepping into it. But as you're doing it, you find yourself... Being stretched in different ways. Maybe the people didn't receive you as well as you hoped that they would receive you. Maybe you're not learning things as quickly as you thought you would learn it. Maybe again, people are mean to you. Maybe certain doors were actually closed and you had to really work towards things in a different way than you thought. So that's what we mean when we're talking about kind of like you're in God's will, but these things are happening and Mm -hmm. you're just like, okay, like what's where is this stemming from?
1: Yeah, exactly. And to to actually put put something on that note, as as you said, the f- as we were talking earlier about this this topic and what we're going to talk about the the question that I had, and I think that a lot of people are struggling with, okay, how can I know if the hardships and the persecution or whatever is happening that I'm facing are because I'm in God's will mm-hmm. or how do I know if maybe they are actually telling me that I'm outside of right, God's right. will because inside of God's will you still have persecution and hardship mm-hmm. and deny yourself and taking up your mm-hmm. cross and suffering you do have them but where is that difference between and knowing okay this what I'm facing right now in life as you said, I'm being rejected, I feel lonely. Mm-hmm. I feel this and that I'm hurt by other people. The mm-hmm. doors are closing. How do I know did I make the right decision right, right. or i'm j- I just completely missed the will of mm-hmm. the lord mm-hmm. so i was uh I was thinking about I was thinking about the time when to explain this I was thinking about a time way back in my life when i Was a spirit-filled believer. I was full-on to Jesus. But I, now, I I didn't know back then. But now, I, then, I just confused myself. (laughs) I lived outside of God's will then. I didn't know it then, but I know it now. That's what I wanted to say. (laughs) And now, I know that I know that I know that I'm living inside of God's Mm -hmm. will. So, I just want to kind of a portray the differences that i'm experiencing and feeling now and the hardships and when when I was uh when i was operating outside of god's will okay so are you ready Mm -hmm. did i explain it well because i did explain it to you before like did i did i do a good job now
0: yeah i think they'll get the picture when you go through the table okay Mm -hmm. okay
1: so if I am outside and when I was, I'm gonna use my example, when I was mm-hmm. outside of God's will, I was still doing all the right things. I would still have a relationship with the Lord. I would still pray. Mm-hmm. I would still do all the right things. And yeah, I was facing and hardships and stuff. Mm-hmm. One of the fruits of me operating outside of God's will was isolation. Mm-hmm. Isolation was I was I was feeling that no one I was feeling that no one can understand me. Uh, anytime I would come to someone, I would not find understanding because what I was doing was so outside of God's will that it was like no one, I would say, who is inside with the Lord could explain it to me what I was going through. Um, I felt so lonely and there's no one No one in this world who can understand me. Mm. And not only this, I isolated myself from community. Mm -hmm. I isolated myself from other people because, yeah, no one understands me. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing this thing for for the Lord and I'm all alone here. Mm -hmm. And on the other side, what we're experiencing now, we need community. We need community. When you're inside of God's will, you just go into the community because you know that the community can push you forward to go to go forward.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You want to say something?
0: Yeah, but even in that, so we, to use ourselves as an example, we are currently, we believe, <laughs> are in God's will. We are doing what he called us to yeah. do in this season. Yet yeah. right now, <clears throat> we don't have community. Yeah, we don't. But it doesn't mean that we're not in God's will because we are not the ones that are bringing on the isolation like you used in your Mm -hmm. past example. Mm -hmm. It is a supernatural isolation hiddenness season where I feel like the Lord is just putting this bubble over us in a way. And he is allowing this lack of community to bring things out of our heart to be purified and refined in this season. But unlike Mate's example <clears throat> with his past, we are not the ones who are saying, oh, no exactly. one understands That's me, we don't want to be with anyone. It's actually yeah. the Lord being like, okay, I'm doing something in this, in this season.
1: Exactly. Because this, what you just said, we want community. Mm-hmm. And in my example, I don't want community. Right, I right. want to be alone. So these are two two big, big, yeah, mm-hmm. big differences. Um, Something that I was also experiencing when I was outside of God's will was all the lies about God. Um, And the enemy always comes... To steal, kill, and destroy, and to give us lies about the Lord. But somehow, as you're outside of God's will, it's it feels like He has more authority over you because you're not under the covering of God's will. And not only that, the lies that He is telling you about about God are actually piercing more through your piercing more through your heart. God is like this. God is like that. He will never do what He promised. But actually, when I'm inside of God's will, I'm discovering the true nature of God. Mm -hmm. So not only the enemy still does come with his lies, but it's like, I'm here and I'm seeing all that the Lord is doing, even through hardship, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. even through this I'm seeing, wow, Lord! But you still protected me from this. You still protected me for that. And this is why you're doing this. And I had so many instances in this season where I would be, so, I would feel so hurt, so mm-hmm. rejected, so lonely, and yeah, I would cry too. But then after I would process it, it would be like, wow, Lord this is so big what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You are maturing me. You are a good father. Mm-hmm. You're taking care of me. You're showing me something new. You're right. opening new doors for me. When on the other side, it's just like, no, okay. God is horrible. And there's no revelation of the character of God. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, one other thing uh, that was really, really specific with my season outside of God's will was I am in my own help. In a way... Whatever that is that I want to do, that I need to do, that I feel like it's, air quote, God's will, I need to do it myself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. I need to push through. I need to uh, pray for breakthrough. I need to do this. I will make it happen. Mm -hmm. I, I, I. And it's all so prideful and so self-centered. Where on the other side, inside of God's will, God is my helper. I can... Now I can relax and I can actually trust in the Lord that said, you are the one who is mm-hmm. going to do this because I have nothing to do with what you called me to do with what you told me to do because mm-hmm. it's so big. It's too big that I can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hopelessness outside of God's will. Obviously there's hopelessness because there's no way Lord, I can do it. I'm all alone. There's hopelessness. There's, um, uh, Ungratefulness, you're hating the season. Like, I hate this season that I'm in right now, Lord. I hate everything that's happening. This is horrible and this, this, this spite in a way and this the discontent and all of this is happening. We're on the other side, what we're experiencing now. Actually, this season, even though it's one of the hardest seasons ever, it's bringing me hope. It's bringing me gratefulness because. I can see in my heart all the changes that are happening and what the Lord is like finger pointing. Hey, this is what you need to work on. This is what, what you're laughing. Yeah. This is what you need to work on. This is what's happening. And I'm like, oh, that sucks and that hurts, but this is so good. We're going through this, Lord. And that is a huge, huge, mm-hmm, huge, mm-hmm. huge difference. Um, one other thing outside of god's will this is very specific and that, that that's kind of a uh, uh connected with i'm my own help um everything when you're outside of god's will is conditioned what i mean with that lord if you don't do this then i will ta-ta-ta. lord if you don't do that for mm-hmm. me Whatever that that Mm -hmm. is that that you're gonna do, I'm not gonna be faithful. Where if you don't do this for me, if you don't do that for Mm -hmm. me, I was I was those were the sentences that I was saying to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Those were the fruits of my hardship, which is a rotten fruit, which is actually telling me that I have an idol in my heart, which is telling me that I I am conditioning what the Lord is gonna do. I am my own God, and inside of God's will when hardships do happen I realize I can't do it the same thing I'm letting go mm-hmm. I I need to let this go and the the ropes that I'm holding so tight mm-hmm. they're actually making my hands bleed mm-hmm. I'm actually letting go and I feel like yeah this is this is actually feels better as I'm letting go mm-hmm. and then again we go back to gratefulness thankfulness to to hope right, right. and to kind of um, summon this up. One of the things that uh, last couple of things that I experienced when I was outside of God's will was confusion and exhaustion. I was confused about everything. I was like, "Who who is the Lord? What's happening in my life? Uh, who, who are my friends? I'm like, where do I belong? It's, it was so confusing mm-hmm. where now I feel like, even though it feels like we're losing everything, it feels like we're we're getting this new clarity of what's in our hearts. What is actually the Lord calling us? What are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to search? What are we supposed to seek? It brings clarity, and I'm I'm gonna tell you, we're we're, we're tired. We're dead tired, but it feels good and it feels empowered to to do the things that the Lord uh, called us called us to do so yeah everything when we're operating outside of god's will it it kind of uh, forces us to lose identity and it's producing death where everything inside of god's will is about finding identity Mm -hmm. which means producing character Mm -hmm. and producing life Mm -hmm. because paul wrote it i have the the quote written down here uh uh uh, romans four uh romans four three not only that but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. Mm-hmm. So there is always suffering. There is always something that we're going through, but actually when the Lord is calling us to do it, it's mm-hmm. a process of sanctification that produces character, that produces hope, and it just mm-hmm. looks different, it feels different, and the fruit of it is, is different that's so good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I love that that table. I'm gonna take them through something. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, help, because there's so much I want to say. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, it's like all the fruit that you went through on your your little table when you are in God's will. The truth is <laughs> that fruit does not is not manifested super early and it is not easy and i don't want to sit here and make it seem like oh yeah it's just something bad happens and we're like no but god i trust you and i'm good like no 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 it doesn't
1: look like that at least not
0: not now i hope and pray that at some point in my life as i continue to mature spiritually that it will look like that quicker Mm -hmm. but i'll take you through our situation right now And I can't go into too much details yet because we're literally living it right now. So there's still so much that we're processing and waiting for the Lord's timing on to share with you guys. But just to give you a quick overview, like we've said, we knew this season after marriage. We knew where we were supposed to be, where God wanted us to be. And we knew and we know what like our next step is. So we are actively walking out God's will. But there has been so much opposition. It seems like it's constant. There's been so much rejection, so much hurt, so much loneliness, sadness, confusion. It is all of the things. And yes, we have had some of this fruit already Mm -hmm. starting to manifest. And we have been able to see in some situations, okay, Lord, now I see what you're doing here. But in some situations, I know I'm not there yet. I know I am still in this tension of like, okay, Lord, I'm a little confused because (laughs) it seems like we are being stretched as far as we can possibly be stretched. Mm -hmm. And yet there continues to be more situations to arise where we're stretched a little bit more and then we're stretched a little bit more and then we're stretched a little bit more. And we're like, I don't know what you're doing Lord like I literally don't know what you're doing Lord and sometimes it's hard to trust him when you don't know what the plan is you're like okay I know you're doing something but like it would be easier Lord for me to be in this if I knew what you were doing but that's not always what our faith looks like and I feel like in these seasons it really is a test of saying okay I know we preach it and we say it and we say Lord not my will but your will be done Do we really mean that? Mm -hmm. Like right now, I'm challenged with that as I'm going through this season because in my human mind, I'm like, well, my will seems a lot easier, a lot less hurtful, a lot less confusing. And your will right now, Lord, I don't know what your will is, but it's bringing me a lot of pain, right? Mm -hmm. But am I really willing to allow the Lord to help me crucify my flesh and truly walk in a real heart posture of saying okay your will lord not my will be done yes and it is not stinking easy it is really really hard but i always try to ground myself like i think i go through phases this is how i am currently at least in this season i like a situation will happen that will either disappoint me or confuse me. And I'm like, Lord, but I thought you said, and this is what my circumstances look like, so I'm confused. And I usually take probably like a day, usually it's like half a day, but sometimes a full day, and I am just like feeling the feels. And that's okay. It is good to acknowledge the emotions that we have, but we have a choice. We can either stay in that wallow, we can stay in that like, victim mentality, pity me, woe is me, or... We can be there for a little bit and then move on to, okay, Lord, well, now I need your perspective. Yes, this is how I'm feeling, but I need your perspective on this. We see it all throughout the Psalms, especially with David's Psalms, where he is like, Lord, why have you left me? Where are you? They're attacking me. Are you ever going to come back for me? (laughs) And then two seconds later, he's like, but I know you're good and I know you're coming for me, like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So that is up to us. The Lord does not force that on us. We can allow our flesh to rule us and we can stay in this victim mentality or we can say, okay, yes, Lord, I'm feeling disappointment. I'm feeling anger. I'm feeling sadness, but I'm going to bring this to you. And even though I don't understand what you're doing, I am just going to trust you in this, Mm -hmm. right? That choice is up to us. Mm -hmm. And the more we grow in him, hopefully that timeline is shortened and we're not in this like victim mentality for a long time. And I always love it because um, it's ironic now, guys. One of my first sermons that I prepared with the Lord this past, what was it, a year and a half ago maybe? Yeah, a year and a half. Um, it was yeah. about the story of Joseph. And here I am thinking, like I made this sermon back then using past examples, thinking that I'm sending this prophetic message to the church when in reality I was also sending that prophetic message to me. Because I thought I was out of my Joseph season, but no, <laughs> I was, I have been going deeper into my Joseph season. So now I'm like preaching to myself the sermon that I preached to other people mm-hmm. a year and a half ago, which is like, hearty, Har har Lord, you're really funny <laughs> that yeah. you did it that way. Yeah. But I love it because we see, especially with Joseph when he's already um, in Potiphar's house, right? And when Potiphar's wife tries to hit on him and Joseph does the right thing and he does not give in to her temptations, and it even says in scripture, he does it because he doesn't want to do this against the Lord. So you would say in your heart or Joseph, Joseph could have said in his heart, like, okay, I did the right thing. I said no to temptation. I told the truth. You would expect something good to happen. Like, you know, God, I did something good. Like, can you bless me now? And that's not what happened. Joseph went into stinking prison after that. But you could if Joseph had stayed in that wallow state, he could have been like, what the heck? I'm doing everything right. God gave me this dream that I was going to be ruler over my family. Right. And yet here I am doing the right thing and I'm thrown into prison. What the heck? But he didn't do that and it took so stinking long for him to actually be stepping into the culmination of what God's will is. So that's kind of like where we're at sometimes is like, are we in prison after doing the right thing after saying no to Potiphar's wife, we were expecting this big blessing from the lord we were expecting doors to be opened, favor to be poured out Mm -hmm. and it doesn't happen exact the exact opposite happens Mm -hmm. and we get more opposition and that's up to us do we wallow or do we say no your word is still true and what you said over me is still going to come to pass and we can either partner with the lord or we can fight the lord and it's a battle i know this morning i was wrestling with the lord I was like, Lord, <laughs> I know you're good, but like I am struggling. Yeah. And I think the thing to remember in that is that it's okay. God meets us where we're at, but we do have the opportunity to say, okay, do I want to allow this to really prune me the way that God wants it to prune me and move on to the next, the next yeah. step? Because I think something we don't like to talk about is that God does test us. <laughs> People get that confused. God does not tempt us. Mm -hmm. Only the enemy tempts us. But God does test us. We even see Jesus himself went to the wilderness to be tested. And he was led by the Holy Spirit to go to the wilderness. So right now, we are in a testing. And God isn't doing that to be like, Oh, let's see if she passes or fails. That's not his character. Instead, he's saying... I have this opportunity for my daughter and I know she's going to rise up. So I'm going to give her this test. I'm going to be with her through it, whether or not she thinks I'm there, yeah. whether or not she feels me the way she's used to feeling me. But I will be there with her and yeah. she will pass the test. Yeah, But it's up to us
1: amazing and we and yeah it's like the lord saying and i'm gonna give you as you said this opportunity for you to grow i'm Mm -hmm. gonna give you this so that you can grow closer to all the promises that i gave you and all the also wishes that you have and i was i was just reminded that during this this christmas i was reading obviously through the gospels and the birth of jesus and um I think I told you that one morning I was I was reading through, through the birth of Jesus how mm-hmm. Joseph and Mary, there was no place for them at the inn. And they had to go, we all know the story, they had to go into the, what's the English word, babe?
0: The manger.
1: Yeah, main... Manger. Manger, into the manger to give birth. And I was like, okay, I've heard this story gazillion times. Mm-hmm. We know it since we were kids, but... It struck me on a different level, because here it is, a virgin, she conceived by the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit, God himself, the savior of the world. Mm -hmm. Joseph, her husband, Mm -hmm. being completely obedient, following the Lord's Mm -hmm. voice that he heard through the dreams, the savior of the world with the most important mission that ever mm-hmm. is ever gonna happen Mary and Joseph now in a way having in being air quote in charge of him and there's no place for them at the end. Right. They had to go to the manger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if someone had the right to complain mm-hmm. It was them. If any time in the history of the world if someone had the right to complain and say, what the heck, Lord? Mm -hmm. I'm carrying the savior of the world. Like you did this to me. I'm being obedient. Like could we just at least had the place at the end or someone receiving us in their home or something They didn't say a word like I was I was shot. I was looking at it. I'm like, Lord, I'm so far from this. Mm -hmm. Like I'm the first one that complains when something is not going Right, 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 where something is not going well. And I'm the first who thinks that I have the right. Right. That I, because I am obedient to the Lord, now I have certain rights. Mm -hmm. I have a right to my own comfort. I have a right that others do this to me or that I have a right that some things do not happen to me. Mm -hmm. Which is not in the Bible. And I'm and I was convicted and I'm still convicted as we talk about this. I'm like shoot, I have my all my own wishes and the the the, the thinking of like how am I think that my life is supposed to look like? Mm-hmm. I gave my life to him. My life belongs to him. I have no right. I lost my right of of a vote about a my life <laughs> a long time ago. I do, I belong to him. I don't belong to myself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I cannot hold him hold the, what's the word, hold his right, hold my rights to him. I don't know what I'm trying to say because I gave my rights away Mm -hmm. to him and like it's done. And now everything that comes my way, I'm, I'm supposed to, say yes as you said Mm -hmm. and and it's a growth opportunity Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that it doesn't suck and that it doesn't hurt Mm -hmm. and that it's not hard and that it then that you don't cry Mm -hmm. it's like what are you doing with it and how am i actually then using that to release it to the lord Mm -hmm. because when we look at the i remember years and years ago i had my mentor amazing amazing priest from Mm -hmm. spain Mm -hmm. um he was living here in croatia and i was reading through abraham and and as the when the lord told him to sacrifice isaac like the most precious in a way mm-hmm. prize that he had like he waited for this for so many years it was like through him abraham probably thought like through him is going to come so much like uh, of my offspring and that's it and lord is like no you you go ahead now and sacrifice sacrifice isaac like mm-hmm. you give that away in a way and i remember sharing that to to a priest and telling him i'm so afraid that the lord is gonna ask me to sacrifice something that's the most dearest mm-hmm, to me mm-hmm. i don't remember what it was in the moment to mm-hmm. be honest it was so many years ago but i was like i'm afraid that, that i'm gonna have to sacrifice mm-hmm. something and i loved his response he smiled at me as he said dude did you read the story to the end? Like, do you know how it ends? Like, did God actually took Isaac from him? Did he not gain all the offsprings, as mm-hmm. as many stars as it yeah. is? Like, did you not read the mm-hmm. end? And I was like, shoot. Like, I did, but I was so afraid and I was so... Mm-hmm. I was I was clinging to my idol so much that I didn't even want to think about Mm -hmm. releasing it to Mm -hmm. to the Lord. And that's yeah.
0: And sometimes he doesn't give it back, though.
1: Sometimes he does.
0: I've heard so many people that the Lord calls them to start a ministry. Let's say they start the ministry with blood, sweat and tears. They put everything into it. And two years later, the Lord is like, okay. We're done with this now. Mm-hmm. I'm taking away your most prized possession—the thing that I promised you. We're done with this now, yeah. and they're devastated. What, Lord? This is the promise that you gave me, and it isn't. It isn't. Obviously, God has something better for them yeah. afterwards. But it's remembering that okay, He has something for us. He mm-hmm. has that ram in the thicket, whether or not we see it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Completely true. Mm-hmm. That's just the the that's just the, the thing of. Well yeah whatever you say, as Mary said, do whatever he tells you, I mm-hmm. don't belong to myself anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know it's it's scary to be honest. Mm-hmm. it's scary because I feel like every week, every month I discover something yeah. that's so dear to me yeah. that when when that that part of me gets, Gets poked mm-hmm. or gets hit or gets hurt. I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It's not easy. No, it is not. And yeah, we really hope that, like, as we've been talking, you've been able to identify yourself your current circumstances in all of this maybe you've realized oh shoot i think i'm uh, operating outside of the lord's will right now or perhaps you're like okay i am struggling with these things but the lord actually has something here for me and maybe the lord is just increasing your awareness of the areas of your heart that need to die the areas of your heart that you need to fully surrender and to give to him and that's okay and i hope You heard our honesty and our stories because I think a lot of times, whether it's a podcast or certain sermons, people can look as if they're like holier than thou, like, oh, I just always trust the Lord, but let's just be real. It's not always like that. We know what we should do, but it is not always easy to get to that point. So I hope that you're at least encouraged that if you saw yourself in any of these scenarios that... There's so much that the Lord is actually doing in and through this. And eventually we will get to that fruit that my babes had on the, on his table when you're living in God's will, the, you know, the hope that we can have and Mm -hmm. the, you know, just all of that. So I think be encouraged. Don't, don't be dismayed. Don't get weary and well-doing. He's doing something in all of the, uncomfortableness and all of the stretching
1: yeah that's so good babes just whatever you're going through whenever whatever is happening you're not alone he is there with you Mm -hmm. for sure he knows and he sees that this is happening to you and now it's just a question of how are you gonna work with him Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and what you're going through yeah and how are you gonna process it? And is it is that something that's gonna bring you closer to him, mm-hmm. or is it something that's gonna that's gonna uh, uh, bring you further away from him right. because you're gonna be mad at him mm-hmm. because you you're gonna whatever towards the towards the Lord, mm-hmm. or yeah, we're gonna see it as an opportunity. Okay, this is this is obviously something that you want to prune inside of me, and even though I don't understand it, and this sucks and it hurts. And this is everything I ever wanted, but I have to let it go.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the choice is ours. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, guys. This I, was
0: fun. This I missed this.
1: Yeah. We had a big break.
0: We had a long break.
1: We had a big break. Mm-hmm. So I hope you like the new and improved Kayla and Mati 2.0. <laughs>
0: New and working to be improved. (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious.
1: Kila Mate going through sanctification as we will throughout our whole lives. So, yeah, we love you guys so much. We bless you and we just pray that the Holy Spirit will be your best friend as you go through your hardship, as you go through dying to yourself, and as He is doing the good work of sanctifying you in Jesus' name.
0: We love you guys.
1: Bye.